Welcome to this episode of the Eating with Clarity podcast, and thank you for listening. Today's reading is from Daniela, though as she said herself, she's not the only person in the world to have this problem. It's about being driven by anxiety and the fear of loss, and the destructive effect this has on relationships. Here's what she wrote to me a few days before we talked. I have a problem that I have no patience. I am too anxious. And in the matter of love, I am always running after the guys. It's a crazy cycle, and I cannot see myself able to stop. I had good guys coming into my life, but I have always ruined the relationships. At the moment, I am running after this guy, and I am so sad. At the beginning, he wanted me. We never met. It's online. And he says he's not going to give me a second chance. I proposed to be friends, he said, maybe. Since then, I have sent him messages, he doesn't answer, and I'm afraid if I stop running after him, he'll forget me. But the truth is, I don't feel I'm capable of doing anything different. She asked the Yi, If I control my anxiety, what will change in my relationship with A? So, even though she can't quite imagine being able to stop, she's still asking this question. I think she's trying to imagine a world where she isn't driven by her anxiety and fear of losing him. And, of course, the oracle helps her with that. Ye answered her with hexagram 41, decreasing, changing at lines 2 and 5 to 42, increasing for coming on and bringing a reading. Um, it's nice of you to share. Could you say, could you tell a bit of the story, a bit of the background? It's a relationship question. Yes, it is. I actually met this guy online and uh, he's not from mm-hmm. my country. He's a bit far. He's And um, at the beginning, he was very interested on me, you know, all the time sent a message. I think it's typical. And uh, after some time, uh, he said, okay, I'm going to go to your country and I'm going to see you. And next day, he, you know, just sent a message very late. And and then all the other days, he stopped calling me like for with nice words, like baby, sweetie. And it was really cold. And then you had this fight, you know, because I complained about mm-hmm. his, his behavior and he didn't talk about changes me anymore and then he say okay i have no time for this and they i insisted and uh, because i have this this story with it's not very you know it's a uh, i'm shy to say but i've been running after <laughs> men all my life to be honest <laughs> and i'm 47 and i'd like to change this behavior it's just very difficult and so and um, he said he want he wouldn't give me a second chance but then he sent me a message like three days ago. I didn't answer yet because, you know, he took like six days to answer to me. And then I'm, I'm going to take like six days. Yes, to answer you don't to want him. to be getting back in 30 seconds. Right? <laughs> um, mm, yeah. And you, you just when you wrote to me, you described yeah. it as an anxiety it thing. Um, my... Yeah. 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 It's an anxiety mm. thing. And I'd like to know. I asked for a thing if I like to know if I control my anxiety, what would change in my relationship with mm, him? Yes. 
And you, you said you feel anxious that if you don't chase him, he'll sort of forget you or something. And so you have to keep sending the messages. Is that, is that right? Hmm. Yeah, that's hmm. why, you know, because I think, but I think it's a stupid thing, you know. Um, it's could like be. in my, hmm. could be, yeah, it's like I kept sending him, I, I was, kept sending him messages, you know, because, you know, if I I have to show I'm here, but actually I do this, this is this just an excuse I give to myself to justify my uh, lack of patience, you know, hmm. because actually <laughs> what I do, I don't, if I could control, send him message, then it would be okay. But the fact is I cannot control my anxiety hmm. in all the, all the areas of my life, not only in love life. Mm -hmm. you know? It was good because of my profession at some point, you know, because you need that you have deadlines and things like that but for real life <laughs> no it's not good. Mm -hmm. no because when i want something i make people work for me i do this and that and then things yes. works you know but in relationship friendship or whatever it is not a, a good mm -hmm. behavior you know it's not appreciated and even myself, I don't appreciate yeah, so, it. You know? Yes, I know. So your question was about what would change in this particular relationship, but um, it might be about more than that, or it might go beyond that. I think it probably does. Okay. So you asked if I control my anxiety, what will change in this relationship? And you had hexagram 41 yeah. um, decrease, changing at lines 2 and yeah. 5 to 42 increase. The short version of the answer is this is a really, really good idea. Um, and, and I think it's kind of a turning point that you've asked it. I know you said that you felt um, you couldn't change the behavior, but I think that you're asking about changing it. I think this you're sort of on a cusp, on a tipping point between being, you know, having your emotions run away with you and just sort of plunging down that hole again and again and um, being able to be more aware and more gentle with yourself and giving yourself more space, I think. Yeah. I'm just going to interrupt myself here to explain where that idea came from about a tipping point between being emotionally driven and being both more aware and more gentle with herself. I was looking at her reading's change patterns. I didn't want to get into those at the time because I thought that would probably be information overload, but I can explain now. The change patterns of a reading are literally the patterns of its change. They're what you see if you look at the reading and ask only which lines are changing and which aren't, and then you draw hexagrams to represent that. You can say, okay, a changing line is an active line, so the changing lines can be represented by solid yang lines, and the others are yin. That gives you the yang change pattern. Daniela's reading has lines two and five changing, so if we draw those two as yang lines and the rest as yin, we'll see the yang change pattern is hexagram 29, repeating chasms. 
But you can also say, actually, a changing line is where things open up for change to take place. So these can be represented by open, yin lines, and the unchanging lines are yang. That gives you the yin change pattern, which will be the opposite of the yang pattern, of course. In this reading, it's the hexagram with yin lines only at the second and fifth places, which is hexagram 30, clarity. So a picture emerges of how Daniela is carried into this question by the emotional torrents of the repeating chasms. Like she said, it's a crazy cycle and I can't see myself able to stop. It's just the same damn chasm again and again and again. And yet she is actually starting to imagine stopping. She's bringing this cycle into the light of full awareness. And this is where the change pattern opens out into a way through, with hexagram 30, clarity, nurturing the cattle, taking care of her own capacity, which is why I mentioned being kinder to herself. Okay, time to get back to the reading. If you'd like to learn more about change patterns, though, and how to use them in readings, I'll put some useful links in the show notes, which you'll find at onlineclarity.co.uk forward slash 29. That's the two digits, two nine. 41 and 42, uh, your hexagrams, decreasing and increasing, uh, they're a pair, of course. They go together They and they work as a cycle. You know, decrease and increase are, are one another's beginnings. So it starts with decrease. That's the that's in the foreground. So controlling anxiety means decrease in the first instance. Sort of makes sense. There's there's less of things. There's less struggle. You're putting less energy in. There's, you're less caught up in it. You're trying to control things rather less. Um, but then there's also the cycle. It's you've got forty two sitting in the background saying. Uh, doing this for the sake of increase, with increase in mind, and kind of doing less in the hopes of having more. And the, the two, if you look at the Chinese characters for decrease and increase, I must send you a link to them, they really show how they're a pair because the character for decrease shows a vessel and a hand to pour it out. And the character for increase also shows a vessel, but this one is overflowing. So you bring the two together and there's a sense of emptying out so that you have the space so that it can be filled up. So it's creating the space so it can be filled, um, letting go to allow a free flow and allowing spontaneity and change. And it's holding on to less and being more free to give and receive, I think. That's kind of the, the big picture of this cycle and how it works. Um, so I'd like to say more about decrease and then increase and then get to the moving lines. So we kind of set up the whole the whole picture, the picture of the cycle, and then we get to them. Okay. Okay. Um, so decrease, it's emptying the vessel and Actually, if you look at the dictionary definitions of the word, it doesn't look very nice. Decrease and reduce and weaken and harm. 
and it, it can it can feel like that. I mean, we don't like having less of things. Anything, I think we 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 like holding on to things. We're just wired that way. But um, the oracle is really emphatic that this kind of decreasing is a good thing. It follows on. If you look at the previous step in the sequence of hexagrams, it follows on from hexagram 40, which is release. And I think that's important as something you need to do so to be capable of the decrease um, to kind of open the way for that. Hexagram 40 means release. It's um, not being tied to things and being free to follow paths that lead to where you want to be. So it's a lot of relaxation. It's not being tightly wound and it's not trying to force things. It's free from habits. It's free from compulsions. And then the sequence of hexagrams says, letting things take their time naturally means letting go. And so decreasing follows. Letting go is going to come up quite a lot. Um, I know you described what you were thinking of as controlling anxiety, and that's not a bad way of thinking about it, and kind of controlling your reactions to it. That comes in the image. But it's also good to think of giving it up, or maybe giving up the acting on it to relieve your feelings, I know. Anyway, the Oracle for 41 says, Decreasing, there's truth and confidence. From the source, good fortune. Not a mistake, there can be constancy. It's fruitful to have a direction to go. How to use this? Two simple baskets may be used for the offering. That kind of explains why this decrease is a good thing. It's because it's an offering. And tradition says that um, it's decreasing something lower, um, something lesser for the sake of something higher and better. So it already has this idea that decreasing something means increasing something else. It's, it's an upgrade. Um, yeah, thinking of it as offering it up, giving it up. At first, that seems weird, because why would you want to keep it? <laughs> you know? But it it made me wonder if, um, I'm thinking about anxiety in my own experience, if um, it comes with a sense of uh, control or anything you can make things happen. Am I making some sort of sense? Yeah, it, it makes mm -hmm. sense for sure. Because, you know, when you have in your mind that you can control something in some subjective way, it means mm -hmm. you can have it. But it's uh, actually, that's what the ego says. But it's it doesn't mean no. it's, it's true. No, that mm. can be some. Yeah, but the the instinct is kind of I feel anxious. I should do something, and um, then I can make him remember me, make him respond. Um, I really ought to be doing something because if I'm not doing something, then you know I'm not doing anything, um, and I'm. Then it's mm. gonna kill me. That's the yeah. the feeling. So this is diminishing. All of that, um, being less less anxious, emptying out the vessel, being less full of 
the sort of bubbling mass of I have to do something to make something happen, pouring that out, handing it over, offering it up, um, not hanging on to it, decreasing there's truth and confidence. It's a state of trust and sincerity. Um, and it's kind of the opposite of anxiety. It's very open and single-minded. It's not saying, yes, but if I don't, maybe what will happen and all that. From the source, good fortune, not a mistake. And it's full of reassurance, this. And I think that's because, you know, 3,000 years ago when it was written and today, people don't like giving things up. Um, yes, but if I give this up, you know, I won't have it. The world will end. Something will go terribly wrong. I should hang on. No, not a mistake. There can be constancy. This is sustainable. And it's fruitful to have a direction to go. So it's not just giving up, but it's giving up for the sake of something with the sense of something higher. And that's not the same as having a plan and saying, I'm going to give this up and then he's going to contact me and everything is, you know, and show up on my doorstep. You know, that's, that's not it. Um, it's just a sense of something you're offering to and a sense of something different that you want to explore. You know, let's let this go and go, go this way. Offering less to get mm, more. Yes. Um, offering less mm, to get more. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be some sort of major sacrifice either. It's a very understanding hexagram, this one. It ends up saying there are two simple baskets that can be used for the offering. And this is from a time when people would sometimes make offerings which involved, you know, 100 sheep and 50 oxen. So, but the, these are just baskets for grain. So this is very small. It's very simple. You can afford it. You can do this. It won't actually, you know, it won't actually kill you. It won't bankrupt you. It can be done. You can give this up. You can let it go. The Great Treatise even says that it renews your day, your power and character. Decrease is the renewal of day. Heaviness before, lightness afterwards, keeping harm at a distance. So it acknowledges it's hard to start with, that it's a struggle, but it creates ease. And keeping harm at a distance, it sounds um, isn't there a, a Buddhist ideal that diminished attachment diminishes suffering? It sounds a bit like that, I think. Hmm. The other thing we should look at with 41 is the trigrams. Do you know what I mean by trigrams? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The, the picture that they make, the sets of three lines make within the hexagram. And the picture here is a lake under a mountain. So... You can imagine that the mountain is allowing the water to condense and run down into the lake and stopping the lake from kind of draining away. And the water evaporating from the lake is making things grow on the mountainside. And, you know, it's a nice, quiet, calm scene, the still lake, the high mountain. Yeah. Below the mountain is the lake, decreasing. A noble one curbs anger and restrains desires. Which is so close to your question, isn't it? I mean, it might as well say a noble one controls anxiety while it's at it. Mm. 
Yeah, I, as yeah. I say, I do like this hexagram because it seems so understanding. It doesn't say, you know, a noble one is an enlightened being who never felt angry or had desired anything. Um, it kind of assumes that you do have the emotions. You have a whole lake full, but they're curbed and restrained. There's a mountain sitting up, sitting there and, you know, stopping the water draining away and flooding everywhere and running away with you and, you know, sort of taking you down this kind of plug hole of uh, spiraling, feeling and acting and feeling and acting and reacting. So it's, yeah, it's containing the emotion. I may be feeling it and being still, having the full deep lake of feelings and a mountain of stillness, rather than I feel this, it's so uncomfortable, I have to do something. Mm. So it's, it's not feeling, it's sitting with it like a mountain. I wonder sometimes if this doesn't help us grow a deeper lake, as it were, grow more capacity to feel. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. <It's> okay. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's hexagram 41. And I think it's re-described your question a bit less controlling, more letting go or letting be, offering up. Uh, you're nodding. Does this mean it makes sense? It's... Yeah, it completely makes sense. It's a very surprising. I mean, yes, I was expecting something like big from you and uh, it came. <laughs> Like, uh, yes, it's a very good interpretation of Ezegram 41 that I could not read just by myself. Yeah, I think it's just, you know, just going in and imagining it, um, mentally going and sitting by that lake under the mountain and you know, seeing how it feels. Um, but yeah, then in the background, you have Hexagram 42 which is increase. So this is, maybe this is the direction to go that 41 was talking about. And this is what you want, isn't it? You want more relationship, more love, more flow, more presence of a nice man in your life. <laughs> and yeah, and this is the vessel filled to overflowing and it means abundance and blessing. It's, yeah, flow is kind of the key word, I think. The oracle says, increase, fruitful to have a direction to go, again, fruitful to cross the great river. So it's not just increase as in sort of, you know, sort of sitting there and having, I don't know, watching your bank account increase as if that ever happened, something like that. It's, um, it's a more active energy. You know, there's more. So let's, let's have a direction to go and cross the river. Let's explore something and try something different and, enter new territory and leave the familiar behind. It's, yeah, it's full of this, let's, let's change things, let's explore. The trigrams are the same. They're thunder and wind, which, you know, they both move. They don't sit there like um, an inner initiative with the thunder and responding with wind outside with growth and development. Um, wind and thunder increasing, a noble one sees improvement, so she changes, and where there's excess, she corrects it. 
which might be obvious, except that it's so well, it's not um, sticking to principles. It's not having fixed rules and always doing the same or fixed habits and always doing the same thing. It's being able to change freely and hence adapt and grow and, you know, notice what needs changing. It's, it's, I'm, well, personal growth is a dreadful cliche, but it's kind of a recipe for personal growth, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are lots of commentaries on this one that all seem to imply that it's, it's not about nailing things down. It's about letting them grow and change. The commentary on the Oracle says increase stirs things to action. That's the inner thunder. And is there gentle support? That's the outer wind. Going forward in the day without limit. Heaven expands. Earth gives birth. Your increase has no limits. The way of universal increase in harmony with the sacred season and moving with it. It gets a bit metaphysical, that commentary, but it gives you a sense of the theme of the thing, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's because the change I have to do, it's like uh, it's in my mind, actually, mm. first. And that's why it's so, it's internal, it's an internal action to, and then it became easy to see outside, but it has to start mm. first in my mind, in my yes. heart. Yes. I have yes. to understand it by heart, you know, because in my mind, I already know that it's not okay to be sent a mess, 10 messages for a person, you know, but deep mm. inside, I still think that it's maybe my ego thinks it makes sense, but actually it's, it doesn't, you know, mm. but I have to understand this here in my heart, not only in my, my brain. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, like I said, I think uh, you're kind of on, on the cusp of more awareness and more, more care for yourself and, you know, nurturing that and letting it happen. That's what I think. In the end, I just have to love me more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Mm. Okay, shall we go to the moving lines? I think we should. Please. Um, yeah. So, hexagram 41, line 2. Constancy bears fruit. Setting out to bring order means a pitfall. Not decreasing, increasing it. Um, it's one of those lines that falls into two parts. Here's what works, here's what doesn't. I think it's about the change that's available as anxiety reduces. Um, constancy bears fruit going on steadily with what you know and what you're true to. This works. This comes out well. But setting out to bring order is disastrous. And then it says not decrease but increase, which isn't. I'll get to that. <laughs> Why does it put that on the end? So bringing order. Originally, that was a military idea. The Duke would get together a, an army and go out to the provinces where people were unruly and he would bring order. He would introduce civilization, subdue the rebels, bring the wilder regions under control. So it's like, you know, left, right, left, right, right. You know, this is going to be controlled. This is going to be straightened out. This is going to be fixed. And that is a disastrous idea, this line says. 
So one application is that you can't control the other person. You can't march out and control them and, you know, turn them into a sort of civilized person who behaves like you think people should. But I'd also be careful about the idea of controlling anxiety. I don't think control, controlling it is a useful sort of concept. It's not, you know, right, I'm going to run a military operation and sort out my inner world so that it behaves right. Okay. Mm. Whereas I'm going to create a, you know, look at this naturally balanced in landscape of mountain and lake and sit in it and, you know, not let things run away with me. That's, that's okay. That's, uh, that's different from I'm going to nail this down and fix it. I'm going to take a pill and it's going to go away. So yeah, I think letting it go, keeping it up, uh, letting it be anything rather than fixing it and sorting it out and controlling it. If this line changed on its own, um, we discussed this in email, didn't we? If this line changed on its own, it would point you to hexagram 27, which is jaws and nourishment and hunger. So it's a line that's motivated by hunger. And I think the want the setting out to bring order, the, the impulse to do that is motivated by hunger. And Hexagram 27 encourages you to look at what your needs are motivating you to do and be really aware of that. And how, you know, the hunger says, well, this isn't enough. I'm, my, my supply isn't assured. Um, I'm not safe enough. I need to make sure. That's a bad idea. <laughs> but um, at the same time, not decreasing, increasing it. There is nourishment increase is happening anyway what you need is flowing to you anyway even if you don't take control of it all i mean maybe especially if you don't that's how you <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yes i know i think there's really no need to be in charge of everything um which doesn't necessarily mean that as soon as you go quiet, he's going to be yeah, on your doorstep. Just rest and all the kinds yes. I've been control of everything in my life. Maybe it's just a time to rest. I'm tired. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mm. Exactly. It's, uh, yeah, go and sit by that lake for a bit. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a really good insight. Hmm. Don't miss that one. Um, line five says, maybe increased by 10 paired tortoise shells, nothing is capable of going against this. From the source, good fortune. Um, the tortoise shells, I don't know if you know, they, they were used for divination um, in very early times. And uh, often it would be used for a pair of questions what if we maybe do this? What if we maybe don't do this? So that you got it confirmed from both sides. I think it was basically a yes or no kind of oracle. So this is 10 pairs and they all agree that yes, you know, it's been asked again and again, 10, 10 times over and it agrees every time. And that the tortoise shell was a very venerated oracle. So this, you know, I, mean, I keep I keep telling people the oracle doesn't say yes or no, but if it said yes, this would be how it said it. 
It's like, yes, you know, this is the right thing to do. You could ask the the greatest oracle about it 10 times, and it would all say, yes, there is no universe in which this could fail to be the right thing to do. <laughs> Nothing is capable of going against this from the source good fortune. I suppose I should add, I don't know, it doesn't necessarily mean grand results for this particular relationship. I mean, sometimes this line comes up saying, despite appearances, this is right. I've seen examples of someone who had this and then didn't get the job, but it wasn't actually a great job and then they got a better one. So sometimes it's, yeah, it's so, you know, this is the right direction. And if you let this go along the way, if there is decrease, this is fine. This is not a problem. This is not a sign that something is wrong with it. You know, the tortoises are still right. Um, this line changes on its own to hexagram 61, inner truth, which is the same word that you had at the beginning of hexagram 41, truth and confidence. Sincere, true, trusting, confident, that perfect opposite of being anxious and, you know, second guessing and yes, but maybe and what about. It has none of that. It's... Um, contained and confident. It, it knows it's provided for. There are those piglets and fishes in the Oracle of 61, so you know you have enough. It's, uh, it's completely single-minded and wholehearted, and it has this absolute confidence that, yeah, you know this is the right way, which is really just a long way of saying it says yes a lot, <laughs> I think. And this pretty much brings us to the end of the reading. Um, how is it landing with you? What, uh, what sticks out, resonates? Wow. It's, it's, it's very nice to, to listen to the read of someone who understands the I Ching, I Ching, you know, and I think I, I know what I have to do. Mm. <laughs> and, um, Aging is just tell me that. Mm. So yes. do it then, you know. Yes, I, I and, liked uh, very. I liked very much when you said that maybe you could just rest. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think it, it's uh, do nothing. It's um, it's like a, a, when you meditate. I'm a meditator, and it's actually one of the only times that I feel happy. You know, it's like I really feel happy when I do nothing. Mm. And it, yes. it also just observing my respiration and the sensations of my body. Mm. And I just would like to be capable to apply this to my life, you know, just do nothing to see where <laughs> it goes because I never, I never let it go where it's supposed to go because I, I never know the, the results. I always mm. get bad results. Yeah, but, but I'm always acting out, you know. Mm. I never rest. In life. There's that meditator's saying of um, don't just do something, sit there. <laughs> Which, yeah. yeah. Just... <laughs> don't... yeah, As opposed to don't just sit there, do something. Like, yeah. Um, mm. It's I, very I, hard I like to the... know. Mm. I like the 41 and 42 in it. 
So, you know, it's, it's not just stop yourself doing things, stop yourself, stop yourself. It's allowing things to flow. You're not, yes, you're not trying exactly. to hang on and, and lock things into place. Um, yeah, not needing to be in control. Actually, after get this Instagram, I start not to send him message anymore. You know, since the day I I've sent you a message, like to mm-hmm. book this this recording, I I okay. If I have to do something, I'm gonna wait for the reading first. You know, mm-hmm. just and then I put it for me as a line. You know, to act again. And after four days of not sending him message, he sent me a message. Mm. I still didn't reply it. Yeah, know? well, I mean, you can reply in the in the spirit of 42, I think it has. Um, I wonder whether with, um, as, as the anxiety is let go, there's, um, there's more sense of freedom to give. Yeah, I do love I do love to experience a relationship like this, you know, that's mm. my aim. Mm. It's my dream actually. Not only for for a sexual affective relationship, but in many ways. Mm. But especially this one because it's is the relationship is takes everything from you, you know. It's like mm. where you show yourself all all the anxiety and fear and everything and i just like to have a free relationship in a sense of uh, give freedom for the other person and and to have freedom because i like freedom as well mm. no? yes um, and i th- i think with this you you have more to give to them as well yeah if i don't if i don't all the time i'm worried if they like me or not <laughs> yes know? yeah mm. I just want to be myself and it's very hard, you know, mm. but it's not impossible. As the gram says that it's, yeah. if, if 10 times I ask, I'm going to have, you know, that it's, that's the right thing to do. Mm. Yes. And, and hexagram the, 41 says it's, it's just two little grain baskets. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's because I like, it doesn't have to be a great pile of dead animals, you know? So, yeah, because it's, what it's, always happens is, is I give a lot and mm. the other just give me a little. Mm. And he gives just, the other person gives just a little. And at the same time, I have just this little thing to get from me. I give more, you know. Mm. It's like if you send me a two lines message and then I send a big text. You send, you you know? send them a book, yes. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Mm. It is. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's never balanced, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And um, I want to give just this small offering because that's what I'm getting at the moment, you know? Mm. I'm getting small. Yeah. But it, and but it, it can, but a small wait. offering can be given with sincerity. Um, says yes, with, with, sincerity. with truth and confidence. Um, yeah, I mm. don't have to give myself all of me at the same time. Mm. That's what I always and it's, do. And especially I not with sort, with sort of string, strings attached of, um, you know, sort of I throw myself at you. So now you've got to do something. <laughs> yes, yes. Mm. yes. Yeah. 
and uh, it's it, it's uh, of course of, it came from my own personal history you know mm. bad relationship with family and all other things you know that mm. it becomes me but it's like I'm not a child anymore. I'm an adult and I can change. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. You really can. Um, I, I do think this is a turning point. You know, I mean, there's a stage where you, where yeah. you just, you, where you just do the pattern and you're not aware. And then, yeah. and then you become aware and you don't feel you can do anything different. Um, and also but gradually, I think, you know, with gentleness, I think that tips yeah. that you can actually do something different. And I think it's nice to talk to someone too, you know, because then maybe you have now, I I think now you are waiting for me. You have some little expectation that I change a little bit because you, you make, and it's like, it's like, you know, I have someone that it's, that knows what I, the problem I have. Hmm. And it's nice to have someone that listened to me and maybe is, expect me to change even if you you know and now there is this recording and there <laughs> yeah. are plenty of people maybe yes who will all be wishing what, you well oh, yes. what yeah. like what happened mm. after that you know yes. i'd like to come back and tell a different story that mm. i was capable to just give some two small receipts you know yeah and, yes uh, mm. And I'd like to tell this story for myself and for the others who is listening to mm. to me because I know this is not a problem just related to me, you know. Oh no, <laughs> no. This I'm, it's it's almost no. always women, I think, for some reason. But um, you know, we yeah, for some yeah. cultural reasons, the mm. way how you were. Yeah, yeah. Ninety nine uh, times out of a hundred, um, she's the one sending him yeah, sort of seven yeah. books, and he's sending her one text. Um, yeah. Even if you are from different cultures, you know, mm. I'm from Latin America, and then you are from Europe, mm. and or or it's like <laughs> it's pretty international. I think. Like, yes. Yeah. Very mm. international, mm. you know. Chains, mm. of course, mm. you know, in the way how you behave. Mm. But the feeling are the same because biological, you are the same, you know. Mm, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I think we're done, aren't we? I'm going to stop the recording. And that's the end of the reading. I hope you enjoyed it. Do check the show notes for useful links and images of the hexagrams and Chinese characters I mentioned. You'll find those at onlineclarity.co.uk forward slash 29. That's O-N-L-I-N-E-C-L-A-R-I-T-Y dot C-O dot U-K forward slash 29. Until next month then, and thank you again for listening.